Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Katie Cast. I'm trying something different today, and I'm actually coming to you from my office. Yeah, kind of weird. Um, instead of usually when I take you guys for a drive with me, but um, I thought, hey, let's just try this and see how this goes, and let me know what you think if you think it, there's a different feel to it, or if it sounds exactly the same, or maybe it's even clearer, or whatever. But um, I thought I would try this. So um, just kind of like last week, not, not a huge ton of things going on in our lives. We've now had Georgie for a month and it has been a learning process. Um, we have learned that he eats everything. And I know you heard the story on air about the peanut M&M and Brody's reaction to that. Well, a follow-up to that, and if you haven't heard it, um, go on our website, wixx.com, and you can hear it. Follow-up to that, um, Brody didn't learn his lesson, and um, the next day, he wanted to play Soggy Doggy, which can we talk about Soggy Doggy? I feel like every kid and their mother got that for Christmas, including my child. That may be one of the worst children's games I have ever played. It's so stupid. Like, the dog barely gets you wet, but yet it still creates such a mess trying to put that stupid thing together. And of course, your independent child insists on filling the water himself. And there's really like no point to the game. And then you're turning the faucet and when then you're spraying it with water. Like, I just don't understand how people, it, it was the toy of the year, I believe. It was one of the games of the year. Like, I'm just baffled by Soggy Doggy. So Brody asked to play it. I said, no. I was like, uh-uh, you can play it yourself. I'm not playing Soggy Doggy. I'm not doing this. So they have these little ducks that are some of the game pieces. They're supposed to be like rubber duckies, but it was this little plastic red duck. There's a couple of them in the game. And, um, of course, wouldn't you know, all of a sudden I hear, Mommy, Mommy, and I go, what? And this is also, too, when I warned him, you need to play this on the kitchen table because Georgie is going to eat it. Didn't listen. And guess who got a hold of one of those rubber ducks? Well, it's not rubber. Plastic. Plastic rubber ducks. Ding, 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 Georgie did. And I said, all right, well, then you got to get it. Because that's my other thing, too. Brody has to learn how to. I'm not going running every time this dog has something in its mouth. Like, Brody can learn to. Brody needs to learn to be the alpha dog when it comes to Georgie. So I said, all right, get it out. Well, guess what? Not even a second later, it was swallowed. Fast forward to the next 24 hours. I have found myself. I feel that I have no shame anymore. I have found myself digging through my dog's poop to see if he has pooped out this duck because I'm so deathly afraid that he is going to get an intestinal blockage and we are going to have to go to the vet and spend thousands and thousands of dollars on this brand new puppy. So he still has not passed it yet, but yeah, I have been watching his poop like a mother. I, like I said, my pride is unbelievable. <laughs> So that being said, another funny thing too, one of the reasons we got Georgie was for Brody's anxiety and Brody's anxiety really started to come full force um, about the middle of his chemo treatments last year. And um, he used to be deathly afraid of dogs and the therapy dogs at Children's did wonders for him. So, you know, that's kind of how Georgie came about because I was, I always wanted a dog, but I wasn't going to fight for one if I'm fighting against two people. So one of the things that his anxiety shows through is at night and actually just being alone. He does not like to be alone. 
He doesn't care who is with him. He just needs a presence with him. Like, it was so adorable the other day. We watched Jordy after school, one of his best friends, a couple days a week. And um, they got in the house, and Brody wanted to show Jordy something in his bedroom. And he was too afraid to go by himself. So, and Jordy has picked up on this. So, Jordy immediately, they put their their jackets away, and he goes, Brody goes, Jordy, can, do you want to... Um, do you want to see what I have in my room? And I go, why don't you bring it up? And Jordy looks at him, looks at me and goes, Brody, why don't I go with you? And we can go get it together and I'll bring it upstairs. And it was like, oh, bless my heart, Jordy. But um, yeah, he's afraid to go down in his bedroom by himself. The other day he asked for some alone time in his room with Georgie. And in the five, almost six years that he has been in the bedroom, that is the first time he has said, and he's, because he's not a kid who plays in his room. I know a lot of you parents are like, oh, go to your room and play. Brody does not play in his room. And this was the first time he did it. And I was like, oh, see, this is, this is where we're making strides. A part where we're not making strides is about mm, six months ago. Well, actually his entire life, we've gotten to the habit that Michael lays with him before he goes to bed. And he doesn't have to be asleep. Like he just, he just likes Michael to lay with him, whether it be for 15 minutes, 10 minutes, and it's their time together. He doesn't see Michael during the week much, so it's never been a problem. Sometimes he falls asleep, sometimes he doesn't. Like, the, my child never had sleep issues until, again, last year. And um, this past summer, it started turning into, on weekends, Daddy, can we have sleepovers? And it would be like, let's sleep in my playroom, in the fort, let's sleep on the couch. And at the time, Michael and I were both thinking, oh, he's just looking you know, for a fun time with daddy. No, we were duped. He wants someone to sleep with him. (laughs) So then it turned into on weekends, he gets to sleep with mommy and daddy, which again, we have a king size bed, whatever. Um, You can think what you want, whatever. Our child knows how to soothe himself. I just feel like Brody is a special case with everything that's gone on in his world. And now it has turned into, he goes to bed at night and at about, or this, this happened, this started happening probably in the middle of like October. He lasts until about three in the morning and then he comes running into our room and just slips into bed with us. And again, I, we have a king size bed. I don't even notice it. Um, I, I barely hear him half the time. If we didn't have the child monitor, I don't even know if I would notice it, but I hear the door opening on the child monitor and yes, whatever, judge me all you want. But yes, I do still have the, the monitor and he may have that until he's 15. But anyway, so one of the things we did with Georgie is that when Georgie was here, because Brody just wants that someone to sleep with, that someone to snuggle with. And when we got Georgie, we specifically put Georgie's kennel in Brody's room. So he knew that this is his safe spot. This is where he goes. This is where he finds comfort. You know, this is where he's sleeping at night. And it worked awesome. It worked so awesome that um, we were able to get Georgie out of the kennel and Georgie sleeps with him every night. And Georgie knows the spot. Georgie goes right in there when we say it's bedtime. Georgie runs downstairs. They race downstairs, see who can get to bed first. It's actually pretty adorable. And um, But now at 3 in the morning, what we thought was going to be all night of him sleeping in the room, now we hear and then with his tags coming after. So now instead of getting Brody to sleep in his own bed, we now have Brody and Georgie in our bed. Which again, I would barely even notice, except Georgie can't get up on our bed because it's so high that Brody wakes us up to make sure we get Georgie up there with him. (sighs) So yeah, I guess that was a parenting fail, you could say, on that. And again, I just, 
I really don't care that it's happening. With everything that's gone on in our world, I, if that's my biggest complaint in life, I'm, we're good. We're really good. Michael's complaint about it is, is he gets more worried about Brody's sleep. Um, I'm shocked that he sleeps through my alarm, especially because I hit snooze a couple times, which as a good mom, I should not hit snooze knowing that my kid's in there. But dude, this was his choice. This is his choice to come in my room. And Michael says he um, sleeps through his alarm most of the time, but there's some mornings that he doesn't. So that's the only part that he doesn't really like about it because he just wants Brody to get as much sleep as he possibly can. And it also helps Michael get ready for work when Brody is sleeping, of course. So yeah, that's what's going on with the B-man right now. We did basketball. He had his first game. And you remember how I said I totally thought this was going to be his sport? Yeah, maybe not so much when he's on offense. So when he's supposed to be scoring and passing to him, he is actually playing defense. And then he comes on the sidelines and goes, Mommy, why isn't anyone passing to me? Well, it's because you're not even looking at the ball and you're more worried about your player and making sure that you're standing next to um, the person on the other team so, you know, he can steal the ball away from you. So I can I just say, though, this is so fun to watch. It's hilarious because most of these kids, it, it is it is, again, just like I said with soccer, it is wrangling cats. You can't do it. And they are all over the place. But what Brody does, what Brody lacks in, he does make up for in his spirit, in his team spirit. He um, likes to do dances for when they score. And the joy I see on Brody's face, if anyone on his team scores, he just wants to be a part of it. That's everything about Brody. He just wants to be included and he just wants to be a part of something. He doesn't care what he's doing. He just wants to come along for the ride. And it's one of my favorite things about him. He's so adventurous and so open-minded when it when it comes to doing new things and trying new things as long as he has somebody to experience it with and I don't know if that's an an only child thing or what because he doesn't get to experience things with a lot of people at home it's just me and him um our goal this week is um when he got sick last year the Green Bay Packers reached out to us and got him this awesome gift bag and in the gift bag one of them was a puzzle and this weekend he was on this whole kick that he wanted to do this puzzle. And um, like I said, it's been a year, but it's a 500 piece puzzle. And I'm going, okay, I don't know how well we can do this. So Sunday night he wanted to do it. And Michael was like, no, we're not starting this now. So I promised him on Monday we would start it. So Monday I opened it up. He lasted about 15 minutes. And he's actually usually a really good puzzle kid. Like, he loves puzzle puzzles. And his best friend, Jordy, probably lasted about half an hour. Guess who's been doing this puzzle every day? <laughs> I'm on day four, you guys, and I feel like I'm getting nowhere. Why is this puzzle so hard? I, I'm so baffled by it. I spend like an hour on it every day it's so ridiculous it's so frustrating Georgie gets so mad because he just wants me to pay attention to him Brody gets mad because he wants to be paid attention to Jordy sits with me for like 15-20 minutes and then he wants to be paid attention to and I'm like I'm doing this for you Brody you were the one who wanted this puzzle I feel like that is the essence of being a mom that's like the story of being a mom. It's so ridiculous. You're doing things for kids that they don't even care that you do, but when you stop doing them, then they start caring. So I will let you know when I finally finish this 500 piece puzzle, which 
I don't know if it will ever be, and I'm sure Michael is loving the fact that it is spread across our kitchen table for day four now. You guys, you don't understand how much this has affected us. Like, we don't eat dinner at the kitchen table right now. Brody eats on a chair. I eat on the counter because I refuse. After spending hours on this puzzle, I refuse to put it back until I have it finished and I have a picture of it because, yeah, I'm working really hard on this. This is something to be very proud of. So anyway, I will let you know when that finally gets finished. I, I pray that by my next podcast, this puzzle will be done. It is my goal to have it done by the weekend. I don't know if that's happening because I feel like, again, it's getting nowhere. And it makes me feel so smart. So I hope everyone's having a great week. And, um, you know, give me some, some good positive thoughts my way for this puzzle. And, you know, to get Georgie finally housebroken, even though I said he was. Yeah, we regressed. But I digress. I hope everyone has a good week. I will talk to you later.